Hey, welcome back to High Note with Andrew Patterson. My name is Andrew Patterson. I'm a tattooer from Lawton, Oklahoma. Um, today I'm going to talk about weed by myself, no guest. Um, basically, I had a guy tell me yesterday he has a family member that has cancer and he was concerned about her health and he was just saying he wishes she would at least try it out, try some, some weed. First off, it's legal, medicinally or medically, however you say it, in the state of Oklahoma. You have to get a card. It's super easy to get a card. Uh, you can get a card if you just say you like weed a lot. They'll give you a card. But uh, his thing was he thinks it would help her, if not at least help, like it might not help with the cancer, but it would at least help make her deal with the treatments better. And I agree. Um, as a person that's never experienced that, luckily, uh, I just can't imagine it not helping because I've experienced some pretty painful situations and weed was my best friend in those. But I'll start with why I did not for so long. I, I think it was 27. I might have been 26 when I started smoking weed. But uh, I've always kind of had a, a crazy work ethic, and I try to keep myself busy at all times. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's uh, like a proving myself thing or a I need to make more money thing or a coping mechanism for being crazy. But I've always wanted to make sure I was the most productive. And I thought weed would get in the way of how productive of a person I am. Like, uh, especially when I was working crazy hours tattooing and, you know, building a shop and all these different things. I was worried that weed would get in the way and slow me down. That was probably the biggest thing that stopped me. Another thing was I felt like I had to hide it from my whole family because my family's very religious. And my grandpa was a preacher for a long time. And he's retired now. But obviously, he's still pretty religious um my parents are very religious and I just kind of was concerned with people's opinions and that people might worry about what I was doing or think it was a gateway to something else or whatever and uh all those things proved to be kind of silly lots of silly thoughts um first off you don't have to smoke it if you're worried about the smell uh or smoking you can do edibles very small doses uh, are pretty good. I think crazy high doses of edibles are a little scary, but there's tinctures, there's sprays, there's, uh, there's capsules, there's edibles, there's wax, there's vape pens, there's, uh, I mean, you name it, there's a way to get it in you. And I have a few theories around different versions of weed and all that, but basically it's never slowed down how productive I am. It's actually helped because I'm able to rest a little bit. So, there's there's days where I don't want to smoke weed at all because I have a lot of stuff going on and I want to be able to focus. And then there's days where I need to smoke weed because I have a lot of stuff going on and I need to be able to focus. Um, and it just kind of depends on what I'm doing. But whatever you've heard, if you've never smoked weed, whatever you've heard in a, in a movie or a news report or whatever is probably untrue. If you're listening to the guy from D.A.R.E. that came to your school when you were a kid and told you weed makes you hallucinate, that's definitely not true. Um, what we does do that is true is if you're already a lazy person, uh, it's going to enable you a little bit to be lazier. It's not going to make you more productive if you're already lazy, but sativa for some people. And I also, I understand that weed's not for everybody. And if you try it, you might not like it. And I'm not saying you have to like it. I'm just saying if you, if you're not trying it and you're sick and you could use it, definitely try it. If you're not trying it and you just feel like it might improve your life a little bit. I would still recommend trying it, but my big hang up was the lazy thing and like the lazy stoner stereotype, whatever off of movies. And that could not be further from the truth. Uh, 
I get so much done. Uh, if like if I want to clean the house, I'll hit the vape pen a couple times, usually a sativa, and the whole house gets clean, and I have fun. I actually enjoy it. Uh, there's a lot of things that work that way. I haven't found anything that it makes worse, except if you take too many edibles and you try to do something social, like go to dinner with your friends. That doesn't work very well. Don't recommend it. Um, anyway, I'll get onto the pain and psychoactive effect. Like, let's say you have a real injury, and this is just my personal experience. I've heard other people say it doesn't work this way for them, but I also think it's different levels of pain. I hurt my back really bad, and uh, usually I would take five to fifty milligrams uh, in an edible probably closer to 50 most of the time, like 10, 15, 20 is pretty good. Um, when I hurt my back, I took an edible that one of my friends gave me and then it I didn't really do anything. So I took another one and another one. And by the end of the day, I was at like three or 400 milligrams. I think it was closer to three. And I hadn't felt any of the effect in my brain, but my back started hurting a little less and I still couldn't feel my legs because I had a pinched nerve, but everything felt a little less painful. It wasn't, it didn't make anything go away. I wasn't completely uh, numb and feeling great, but I also wasn't high. So I guess what I'm saying is for me, in most of my experiences, if I have something wrong, uh, I'm less likely to get the like the goofy, laughing uh, silliness that people associate with weed. It really doesn't seem to do anything to me mentally. It just does stuff to whatever the problem is. So same thing um, with when I'm really stressed, like if I'm super stressed out, I can smoke weed and it just makes me less stressed, but it doesn't make me high. It's very strange. So then I could double down. And once I get to where I'm not stressed, I could smoke more and then I would be high. But my goal is not usually to see how high I can get. My goal is usually to, to improve my performance in something. And it helps a lot. I mean, if you ask athletes, uh, tons of athletes smoke weed for performance reasons. It's not a performance enhancing drug in a way like steroids or or Adderall or something where it's gonna make you more productive immediately. It's more of you can do things better and you can focus better. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I think uh, all the things that I thought about it were all untrue. I've been lied to my entire life about weed, except by stoners. And the reason I didn't believe the stoners um, is because they're stoners. They're gonna tell you they love it because they love it and they're gonna not tell you about the bad things. I'm telling you as a person that, that I have no reason to want you to smoke weed if I don't know who you are. Uh, I still think it would be great for you to try it if you have any kind of medical condition and you think it would help and you're just worried about your preacher or your, your parents or your cousin or your whatever family member judging you for it. I would say just go for it. And if they don't understand, that's fine too. Uh, maybe try to hide it if it makes you feel better. I don't like hiding stuff very much. I do definitely try to not smell like weed at my mom's house and I try not to be super high around people. Um, like I, I try to be respectful, I guess is what I'm saying. I try not to be annoying with it. Uh, that being said, I have a podcast that's like half the topics are weed and I'm sure my dad's listening to this going, oh man, where did we go wrong? But he'll be all right. I think, uh, he understands at this point and you can see the results. Like I'm getting stuff done high or not weed or not. I'm going to get stuff done. Um, and then also the thing is a lot of people tell me, man, well, I wish I could smoke weed, but my job or whatever, I understand that. And a lot of people are stuck at a job where you get drug tested. I would say try to get a different job if possible. If not, then uh, I don't know what to tell you. But if you could, if you could figure out a way to legally smoke weed, keep your job, be open about it, and it was weed or medications like Lortabs or OxyContin or something, I feel like you would be way better off with weed. And I think everybody agrees. 
the other thing that's really crazy is nobody drug tests for alcohol. And I've never been drunk. I've actually never drank alcohol outside of uh, NyQuil. Uh, like when I get sick, obviously, I'm going to take a little NyQuil and go to sleep. I don't think it makes you drunk. I pass out pretty quick. Um, but from what I've seen as a person that's sober looking at a drunk person and a person that's sober looking at a high person that's high on weed, uh, I can't imagine why an employer would be okay with you getting drunk on your lunch break and not okay with you getting high after work. But you're not supposed to be drunk at work, I know that. But I worked at a car dealership for a while and I don't think, I, I might have been one of 15 people there that was not at least somewhat impaired most of the time. Um, and again, I made it to 26 or 27 years old without touching weed at all. Like I just, I was, I mean, for lack of a better, I was ignorant. I was just ignorant to what it was. I really thought it was going to make me lazy or it was going to make it a little harder for me to get stuff done or I would be, I don't know. I thought I was scared of the change. I didn't want anything bad to happen. I didn't want my parents to not like me and all that. Um, I, I think if you have those same things causing you to hesitate and it's not a job and you're just thinking like I was thinking, like, oh man, I don't want my grandpa to think I'm a lazy stoner head and I don't want this and I don't want that, just it's fine. Try it. Um, and if you're one of those people that's got a medical reason where you need it, it is wonderful. And again, you don't have to smoke it. You could, uh, you could do edibles. They have drops, they have pills, they have whatever. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is I can't imagine what my life would be like if I made it to 50 without trying weed. I would be very sad to find out I waited that long. I was a little bit upset that I had waited till I was 27, but I, I think having that much experience in life uh, as a full-blown, stone-cold, sober person, I think is good. And also, I remember somebody telling me that they thought I was lucky because I had never been introduced to weed or whatever. And I was like, no, I've just told people no like 50,000 times. Like, people offer it to me all the time. Uh, I've had, I've had as a tattooer, I've had people try to tip me in weed, cocaine, pills. Uh, one guy tried to uh, offer his wife to the shop for a tattoo. That was real weird. Um, the point is, it's never been an issue for me to get a hold of weed. It's always there. Somebody's always had it. Even when I was in Texas, especially while I was in Texas, actually, everybody was trying to give me weed all the time. And now, as a person that pays money for weed and grows it, nobody's trying to give me free weed anymore. It kind of sucks. But if you have any questions about cannabis, weed, marijuana, ganja, sticky icky, the ooey gooey, whatever you call it, if you have any questions, shoot me a DM on Instagram. My name on Instagram is AP Tattoo Art. And I would be more than happy to try to answer your questions. This is not at all saying I'm, I'm an expert. I think if you have medical questions, talk to your doctor. If you have more technical questions than what I can answer, uh, maybe talk to somebody that is not not super high that is at a, a uh, dispensary, like talk to the people that work at a dispensary or somebody in the processing side. Um, I feel like everybody in the in the weed world is more than happy to share information. And if you have any questions about dosing with edibles, definitely message me because some of those guys will tell you, you know, like 50 milligrams for your first time. I always recommend five or less. Um, I've had a lot of people come to me and just ask how much weed they should use uh, one time it was really funny. It was a, a lady I know that I think she's probably 60. She's super cool, super sweet lady. She had an injury and she didn't ask me. Uh, somebody asked me for her, but like 
showed me a bag of edibles they had and asked how much she should take. And I recommended, I think, three milligrams or five milligrams or something, uh, and then to wait two or three hours and then to take the same dose again and then not to take any more for 24 hours and repeat that process and slowly ease into it. Uh, I think one of the reasons people freak out about weed or or they don't like weed is they have a bad experience because they they eat uh, a milligram or a, a brownie that's like 100 milligrams and they don't know it's 100 milligrams or or they don't the person that made it has no idea how strong it is and gives it to a newbie and then they get so high that they don't know their name for like two days. And the other thing with high doses of edibles is it can last a really long time, so be careful with that. Um, the vape pen's always a good route. You can just hit it a few times, but I do have some issues with vape pens and some edibles too. Uh, I feel like actual weed, even though you're smoking it, uh, you can vaporize it too, which I, I, I'm guessing that's probably healthier, but actual cannabis flower like the actual weed not all the side of whatever it has all the cannabinoids you need in it not just thc some of the extracts are pretty much pure thc i mean some of these vape pens you can get are like 96 percent thc that's pretty crazy i feel like if you had cbd thc and all the others in there if you're trying to treat a medical condition it's great um and also if you're worried about, this is one that I run into a lot that's really funny. Uh, a lot of my friends don't smoke weed in front of their kids, and I don't either. Um, but they also, they try really hard to hide it from their kids. And I think anything that I hide from my kids, they assume is bad. And I've, I've never made, when I first started, I made a pretty good effort to hide it. After a while, I knew they were noticing, so I just kind of talked to them about it. And uh, they know that I've had my fair share of injuries and they don't really understand what it does, but they do understand that I'm smoking it and that I've told them that cigarettes are bad and they shouldn't smoke cigarettes. And that discussions ran on and on and on with my oldest daughter. She asked me all kinds of questions about it and she's a little bit judgy, but it's like, it's, it's a good thing. She's, she's making sure I'm making good decisions. She doesn't want me to do anything that's bad for me. One time I told my kids that, uh, they asked what a cigar was because they saw somebody smoking a cigar and I told them that it's basically like a big, I didn't know how to describe it, but it was like, it's like a big cigarette, but it's like more flavorful and less, I don't know. And whatever the description I gave to them, they were like, so it's bad for you like a cigarette? And I was like, yeah, it's probably bad for you. Um, and they said, have you ever smoked one? And at the time I was probably 25 and I had smoked like three or four cigars in my whole life. And now because my son, who was a little kid at the time, told me I, I shouldn't do that. I, I stay away from cigars. I just, it seems like a thing if I'm worrying my kids and there's no medical benefit, it's a good excuse not to. So now I can tell them I haven't smoked a cigar since you told me not to smoke a cigar. And like people think that you shouldn't let your kids dictate what you do. I think if you care about your kids and your kids care about you and you have an open relationship with them talking about everything and they have a question and you answer it, things will probably go smoother. That's coming from a 29 year old that's only been a parent for nine years. So I don't really know what I'm talking about, but maybe don't hide it so much. We can kind of destigmify this whole thing. Uh, the stigma around weed is not as bad as it used to be for sure. And it's lifted a lot in the last couple of years, but hearing that somebody that has cancer that could be terminal won't try weed, but will try whatever other medications the doctor recommends kind of freaked me out a little bit. And I just thought it was, I felt like it was my duty to just make it somewhere in the world, even if nobody hears this, to where you could look up a thing and you happen to maybe find this. And I'm just hoping one person goes, you know what? 
fuck it. I'm going to smoke some weed because I think that's one of the best things that's ever happened to me. I give, I give so much credit for my creativity to weed. The way I tattoo has changed. Uh, the way I am as a parent and a husband has changed. I feel like I'm better at everything that I do except being cranky. I'm not as good at being cranky. I'm pretty good at being in a good mood now. And the just when you're in pain, you're not usually going to be your best self. Uh, so using weed to treat pain is cool. When you're stressed, you're probably not your best self. If you have to make big decisions, like let's say you're a business owner and and there's a you you think you need to fire somebody, but you're not sure if it's a like an emotional firing or an actual I need to fire them for the betterment of my business and for everybody else at my business and all that. If you can't make that decision, maybe smoke some weed and see. Think about it while you're you're super duper high. Uh, and then sleep and see what that decision turns out. It usually changes. Um, and a lot of times you would think like, cause weed makes you a little more compassionate. You would think that it would make you fire less people, but sometimes you'll realize as a business owner, uh, getting rid of somebody will actually help everybody else more. So if it's like, let's say you have 10 employees at your business and one of them's causing problems for everybody and you're going, well, they're, they're just kind of being an asshole. I don't really need to fire them. You don't need to, I could though. Um, Weed will help you make that decision, the right decision, I think. And since it got legalized in Oklahoma, I've talked to, if I had to guess, I'd say three, 300, 350, maybe as many as 400 people that I thought were super anti-weed and would never touch it that are like, oh yeah, dude, I smoke weed. And I'm like, wait, but you're the church guy, right? Like, yeah. You think God said I can't smoke weed? My body's a temple. I'm trying to take care of it. Like there, I don't, I don't, I mean, I haven't read the whole Bible, but I'm pretty sure if you're a Christian, I'm you, you need to figure this out yourself. But I think, uh, you might be able to smoke weed. I don't know if you're Buddhist. I feel like that's pretty strict. I don't know about Mormon cause those dudes don't even drink coffee. But if you're one of those things, uh, then I'm sorry. But if you can figure out a way to justify it, try some weed out, it might improve your life. And this has been a crazy rambling that probably sounds like it's coming from a super stone stoner, and I am actually not high at all right now, as usual. Um, usually when I do the podcast, it depends on who I'm doing it with. <laughs> but uh, you'll hear the one with me and Eddie. That one, clearly, neither one of us is making any sense. Anyway, again, I'm sorry for rambling. If you have any questions, DM me, AP Tattoo Art. Thanks. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I hope weed either improves your life or you're a little more open-minded about it now. And I, I hope this helps one person because that's all I need it to do.